0: Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. again, to our podcast, Always Abounding. And I hope this podcast finds you always abounding in the work of the Lord. What a blessing it is to be here with you again today. Uh, this is your presenter, Brother Keith Stensis. Uh, presenting this podcast from Masaka, Uganda, uh, all the way over on the east side of Africa. And uh, God has allowed us the opportunity to be missionaries here in the country of Uganda for the last 25 years, and they have been a blessed 25 years. And a lot of challenges, a lot of difficulties, but there's been a lot of victories, a lot of people saved, a lot of churches started, and uh, we are so blessed uh, to be able to be here uh, serving the Lord. And uh, as I've said before, so so many times the purpose of this podcast is to encourage you to always abound in the work of the Lord. We are living in a day uh, where people are afraid to make commitments. They're afraid to uh, commit themselves to anything, to marriage, to their work, to uh, you know, here in, here in Uganda, I know it's the same way anywhere anywhere else, but j- just to get somebody to commit to finishing a job uh, is very difficult at times, but uh, I praise the Lord uh, that uh, we are challenged in God's Word to always abound in the work of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And uh, I hope and pray that you're looking for opportunities to serve the Lord, looking for opportunities to abound. And uh, even though we may be getting older physically, and uh, we may not be able to do physically what we used to do, uh, we should always be abounding in the work of the Lord. And uh, you say, well, that's just not possible. No, it is possible. Uh, The Bible says, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord it would if it was not possible uh then the Lord would not have us do it or did would not challenge us to do it and uh, don't forget the verses before that talk about the victory uh that we have in Christ and because of that victory uh we can always abound in the work of the Lord and you know you look at the apostle Paul uh Paul was uh Beaten, he was shipwrecked, he was constantly run out of this place and that place, and uh, full of challenges, full of persecution, full of difficulties, uh, but he always found a way to abound. There was always another city to go to, there was always another church to start, there was always another group of people uh, to teach, there was always another book of the Bible to write, uh, and so uh, he was always looking for opportunities to abound. And that's why the Bible says that Paul, all the way up until his death, could say he. I fought a good fight, I've kept the faith, I've finished the course. Uh, he stayed faithful all the way up until the end, and that's what I want to encourage you to do, is to always abound in the work of the Lord. Well, let me tell you about this past week. We had a great, great week, and uh, I we went up to the town of Khalido. Uh Now, where we are here in Masaka is south of the equator, uh, about 30 miles south of the equator, and uh, so to get to Kalido, we have to drive about seven hours, uh, kind of a northeast Easterly direction, and uh, it's on the other side of the equator up by a lake called Lake Choga. And uh, so just south of that is a place called Calido, and we have uh, New Hope Independent Baptist Church there. Uh, pastored by Pastor Kasaja Frederick, and uh, then from that church and uh, from the work and effort of Pastor uh, Kassaja, there has been 30, 40, 50 churches started up there uh, through his work and through his ministry, and we're trying even right now uh, to work as far as coming up with a plan uh, to be able to visit all those churches and teach and mentor and train those pastors uh, for the honor and the glory of the Lord. And so uh, he's he's impacted or started 50 different preaching points. And uh, we when we were up there this past time, we narrowed it down to about 37 uh, right now that we're going to be concentrating on. Uh, these are men that are uh, really serious about learning, serious about uh, seeing their churches uh, established. And uh, so we're excited about being able to work with them. But one of the reasons we went up there, one of the main reasons we went up there was to Uh, start building our house and uh, we're just building a small uh, 30 foot by 20 foot uh, kind of apartment type thing uh, up there. Uh, It's got three 10 by 10 bedrooms and a couple bathrooms there to be able to use and uh, that way we have a place to stay when we go up there. We're going to be going up there quite often and uh, our goal is to spend the last full week of every month up in the Caledo area training and uh, working with the uh, pastors up there. Uh, I'll be working with the pastors themselves. Then my wife is going to be working with the pastor's wives. And then my sister is going to be working with the children's ministries and helping each of these churches establish children's ministries. And so it was very important that we had a place to stay. Uh, We didn't want to rent another place. We didn't want to Uh, We we didn't want to have to rely upon uh, somebody having to watch the place all the time. And so we just felt that uh, the Lord opened up the door for us. God provided the money. And uh, so we're right in the middle of building that. We're getting, hopefully in the next couple of days, uh, we'll be up to the roof and getting ready to put the roof on. And uh, so we're excited about that, looking forward to that. So hopefully in June uh, of this year, we'll be starting full-time up there, going uh, each uh, month up there teaching and training the men up there. And so we're excited about that. I've got to go back up there again to take some more supplies. Uh, I've got to take the uh, corrugated steel for the uh, for the roof and uh, some other supplies that our builders need while they're up there. And so pray about that. Pray that we get that job finished. Uh, there's it doesn't matter how big or how small a house is. There's always uh, uh, it always costs more. It seems than than what you plan on it takes a little bit longer than what you think. And uh, so just pray that we get that finish, and so that we don't have to concentrate on the physical building up there, but we can concentrate on the spiritual building of our pastors and leaders in the churches there uh, in Calido area. And uh, it was it was so exciting. Uh, on Sunday we had the opportunity of going and uh, preaching in. In four different churches, uh, four of those churches that uh, Pastor uh, uh, Kasaja has started and uh, just had some tremendous meetings up there and uh, good response from the people. And uh, they just, it's just, it's such a blessing to be able to be in a country where even though they may not agree, they may not even accept Christ, but they're respectful. They'll listen to you. They'll give you an opportunity to present the gospel. And uh, that's one of the greatest things about living in in the country of Uganda, is the freedom and the, the overwhelming opportunities to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, preached in four different churches, and uh, the, the last church we were in, Uh, We had three people come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior, and uh, what a blessing that was uh, to see them come forward, and uh, one lady that came forward and got saved, she said, you know, I've been coming to this church, and the only reason I wanted to come to this church was so that I could sing and be a part of the music program, but uh, I've never been born again, and uh, she came and trusted Jesus Christ as her Savior, and uh, boy, I tell you what a blessing it is to see another sinner come to know Jesus Jesus Christ as their Savior. So we had a great week, and uh, uh, it was it was kind of a challenging time as well because uh, we are in the middle of rainy season, and uh, the day before on on Saturday, uh, it had just rained and rained and rained and rained and rained, and uh, we didn't know what to expect. We just kind of set out, and uh, almost every that. That area up there, because it's really close to uh, Lake Choga, um, there's a lot of swampy areas. And those areas fill up with water, and then they drain into the lake. And uh, so we were... going through and uh, I can't tell you how many times that uh, the water was going over the road and we would have to send a scout, uh, somebody that would walk ahead uh, so that I could see by watching their legs how uh, deep the water was and and see if it was passable. And uh, one time we were getting ready to cross and uh, sent the guy out and he went on the one side, but... Uh, My tire, as I was starting to go out, the tire was a little bit too far to the right and uh, the, my front right tire fell into the lake, and I thought the van was going to go over. I mean, it really scared me there for a little bit, And uh, but fortunately, the other three tires stayed on, and my guys were able to get out and uh, get in front of the van, and while I put it in reverse and uh, backed it out of there, they're pushing, and finally, we were able to get back on land and ended up having to turn around and go another route because we just could not get through uh, the water that was uh, going over the road there, so thank God for four-wheel drive and uh, we appreciate that and but uh, so we were a little bit late to the next few meetings uh, that we were at but uh, praise the Lord we arrived at all of them and uh, we thank the Lord for those that got saved you know I try to uh, when I go to these churches um, I, I, I want to give these churches what they need uh, when I preach to them, I try to ask the Lord, Lord, lay on my heart something that they need, something that they can use, something that can challenge and 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 help them uh, in their Christian life. And, and many times the things that I'm challenging them to do when I go out and preach are the things that I bring back on this podcast and, uh, and challenge our listeners to do as well. And so I'd like you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter number 30, Deuteronomy chapter number 30. Thirty and, and by the way, Deuteronomy. I I have so much enjoyed uh, going through the book of Deuteronomy this time. There's so much truth. There's so much in there that it challenges us uh, in the, in our walk with the Lord and uh, challenges us to do right. Uh, but there's something interesting that came out, and I and I want to share with you a little bit about uh, Ugandan culture and the way Ugandan thinks, and and uh, and then give you why I believe the Lord laid this message here on my heart at one of these churches that I was preaching at. Uh, the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse number 11, he says, For this commandment which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou shouldest say, Who shall go up for us to heaven, and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. Now the Bible here is talking about the commandment of the Lord. He says, for this commandment, which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee. Now, in different time periods, God has dealt in different ways, and uh, some time periods God uh, spoke directly with man in audible voices. and And uh, you look back in the Garden of Eden, the, the Bible says that uh, God walked with Adam in the Garden of Eden, and uh, then God started pinning down through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. God allowed men uh, to pin down the Word of God, and so uh, we're starting to see a lot of that come together here. Uh, in the books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Uh, these books that Moses helped to uh, pin down. And uh, remember, the book of Deuteronomy is kind of like a it's it's written in journal form it's it's kind of like uh, Moses is sitting down he's he's getting ready to end his life and so he's considering he's thinking back over the years as he's been the leader of Israel and pinning down his thoughts and and talking about these things and so he says here after he's talked been talking about all these commandments he's been talking about all the laws things that uh, people are supposed to do He says, for this commandment, which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from me, neither is it far off. You know, one of the things that challenges me in my life to always abound in the work of the Lord is the fact that the will of God is not hidden from me. The desires of God, the mind of God, what God wants me to do, the things he does not want me to do, the things he does want me to do, the places he wants me to go, the places he does not want me to go, those things are not hid from me. God is not a God that uh, tries to make a mystery game out of his will, and and we have to go around and try to uh, determine what is God's will for my life and what does God want me to do here. God's word is very plain. God's Word is very real, and we find His Word, we find His will in the pages of God's Word. And the will of God, you and I have a simple responsibility to obey the will of God, and as we obey the will of God, then God will open up to us more and more areas in our life that He wants us to know, that He wants us to follow, that He wants us to do. And so he's assuring us here. He said, listen, I want you to understand the commandments which I command thee. This is not something you have to search for. This is not something you have to ask for. It's not hidden from you, but it is near unto thee. It is not far off. And then he uses two illustrations, two examples here. Verse number 12, he says, it is not in heaven that thou shouldest say, who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. He said, listen, you you don't have to send somebody to heaven uh, to stand before God and say, all right, God, what do you want us to do? Um, You know, again we have this idea, and, and and I've heard this from so many people as I was, as I've been in the ministry where uh, the, the will of God and, and understanding what God wants us to do and what he doesn't want us to do is is some kind of mystic thing that we have to uh, try to search out and find. And and God is saying, listen, it's not hidden from you. You don't have to go up to heaven to find out what is right and wrong. You don't have to go to heaven to find out uh, what my will is for your life. You don't have to go to heaven to find out uh, what is right and 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 what is uh, an abomination and what is uh, wicked and and you, you don't have to do that. He says, "I have. I, it's near you. It's 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 not hidden from you. I've I've brought it to your attention here, uh, and, and so you don't have to go to heaven." But verse number thirteen is where I really begin to hone in on uh, when I was preaching the other day uh, in in Khalid uh, he says, neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. And, you know, so many times one of the hardest things to do here in Uganda, working with the nationals here, and and, and I've talked this over with my men, and my men agree with me on this. It, it's hard for them to uh, come to this place in their mind where they can do it. They can get in the Word of God. They don't have to have a missionary coming from a foreign field, they don't have to have an NGO coming from a foreign land, they don't have to have money coming from a, a foreign uh, company or a foreign church or something of that nature, they don't have to look beyond the sea, they have in front of them everything they need to know the will of God and to do the will of God. And so many times the concept here and the attitude is we have to look beyond the sea. Uh, we can't understand the Bible. We have to have someone beyond the sea to do this. Our churches cannot support themselves, and so we have to have somebody beyond the sea to do this. Uh, we can't determine for ourselves what is right and wrong, so we have to have somebody from beyond the sea come and tell us what is right. And and I understand and listen. I'm not trying to say that we don't need missionaries, and I'm not trying to say that we we don't need to go to foreign lands and preach the gospel of jesus christ but what moses is telling us here is you don't need to look beyond the sea to find out what is right and wrong you don't need to look beyond the sea to find out uh, what uh, you're supposed to do and to find out what the will of god is for your life why because verse number 14 but the word is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that Thou mayest do it. Moses said, you don't have to go to heaven to find out what I want you to do. You don't have to go to heaven to find out what my commandments are. You don't have to go to heaven to find out the will of God for your life. He says, you don't have to go beyond the sea to find out my commandments. You don't have to go beyond the sea to find out what is right and wrong. You have what you need. The Bible says, it is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. Now, understand this, when Moses was writing this, And when I was preaching this message, there was probably 20 people in the room that had a Bible. And I said, do you understand that there are more people in this room that have a Bible than the people that Moses was talking to right now, the children of Israel, over a million people in population, and yet there are more people in this room that have a Bible than had a Bible in that time. And so for that reason, when the priests would teach the law of God, they would have to memorize it. And that's why he says, it's in thy mouth and in thy heart. They they had to put it to memory. They had to put it in their mouth. They had to speak these things because not everyone could have a copy of the law. Not everyone could have a copy of the commandments. And so God gave that responsibility to the priests to be able to teach the people. And so in, in this capacity, he's saying, hey, even though it has to be taught to you, and even though you have to put it in your heart and in your mouth, it is still very nigh unto you. You don't have to go to heaven to find out what is right. You don't have to go across the sea to find out my will. It's nigh you. It's right here. Now, for us, in the age that we live in today, in 2021, how much nearer is it to us? We, we don't have to sit and be taught by someone. The Bible says that very clearly in, in, in 1 John chapter 2. He's, we don't have to have somebody teach it to us. We have the Word of God right in front of us. And I told the people there, I said, listen, you have in your lap the very Word of God. And, and because you have the Word of God, you have everything that God wants you to know about himself. And not only that, if you're saved... You have the Holy Spirit of God living in your heart and he is willing and able and desirous to teach you his will, to teach you what is right and wrong. And so there's no excuse not knowing the commandment of God. There's no excuse not knowing the will of God. There's no excuse not doing right or wrong, especially in the day and age we live in where so many of us have right in front of us the Word of God, which is the mind of God, which tells us the will of God. And so... When when God tells us in His Word to always abound, there there should be no excuse why we are not always abounding. There should be no excuse that says, "Well, I I, I just don't, I just didn't know what to do, or or I I just didn't know what my responsibilities were. I, I I didn't know that I'm supposed to be involved in the ministry, or I didn't know I'm supposed to go soul winning. I I didn't know we're supposed to start churches. Hey, it's here. It's not hidden. It is right in front of our faces." and all we've got to do is read it and study it and meditate upon it and let the Holy Spirit of God teach us his word. We don't need to go to heaven to find out uh, the will of God. We don't need to go to heaven to find out the commandments of God. We don't need to go across the sea uh, to find the will of God and the commandments of God. We have it right in front of us. It is near unto us, and it is even much nearer to us today than it was to the children of Israel Back in Moses' day, we have a complete copy of the Scriptures. Many of us in our homes even have more than one. Now, I realize and I understand that there are countries that, and languages that do not have the Word of God, but I'm just speaking to you here from Uganda, and in Uganda here, we do have the Word of God. And most of the people in Uganda, are, are, are uh, a lot of them who've been to school are able to read English and prefer to read English. And so therefore we have the King James Bible, the the, the preserved, inspired Word of God that we can give to them and they can read and they can study and they can know the Word of God. Uh, in, in many of the languages, uh, they have a copy of the Bible that they can read in their language. And, and even though many of them are not what they ought to be as far as the translations are concerned, uh, they can still read it and they can still see the truth and they can still see what is right and wrong. And so it is nigh thee. It is right in front of us. There is no excuse. You know, sometimes I, I, I look at, uh, you know, we look at the Ugandans and, and, and I work with Ugandans every day and I, and, 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 and I thank the Lord for those who have beginning to understand uh, the concept that says, hey, you know what, thank God for the missionary and thank God for churches in America that send missionaries, but you know what, to know the will of God and to do the will of God, we don't have to have a missionary, all we need is the word of God. All we need is the mind of God in front of us. We have the same Holy Spirit that the nations across the sea have. We have the same Word of God that the people across the sea have. And if we will get in the Word of God and read it and study it and meditate and allow the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts and our lives, I'm telling you what, uh, these Ugandan people, these precious, wonderful Ugandan people could have, have the opportunity to do so much for the Lord Jesus Christ. But what about you? I don't know where you're listening from. I don't know what country you may be listening from. But but let me ask you a question. What are you doing with the word of God? Is it something that you just pick up on Sunday? Is it something that you just uh, look at Is yeah, that's, that's, that's the Bible, but, uh, but all through the week you're, uh, you're living your life and you're doing your thing and you're running your business and doing this and that and, 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 and what you're doing and making every decision in life based upon your own human reasoning rather than basing your decisions upon the will of God and the mind of God from the Word of God. I'm just saying today, If we're going to always abound, if we're going to always abound, whether here in Uganda, whether you're in the United States of America, whether you're listening from England or wherever it is that you're tuning in from, if you're going to always abound in the work of the Lord, you have to understand there is no excuse for me not knowing God's will. There is no excuse for me not knowing the commandments of God and not knowing what is right and wrong because God has made his word very nigh unto us, very nigh unto us. The problem is, is we're not nigh to the book. The problem is, is we get farther away from the book and and sometimes, and and for many of us that have been saved for years and years and years, uh, for many of us, uh, we tend to look at the book and we say, well, you know, uh, yeah, I, I've read that before, and and uh, I, I'm familiar with that. And and so we allow the Bible to become so familiar that we distance ourselves from it. When in fact, God wants us to go through it again and again and again. So the Holy Spirit of God can teach us new things and show us things that we've not seen before uh, that will help us in our life to be able to uh, to do more for the Lord Jesus Christ and accomplish even greater things for Him. And uh, so I hope that was a challenge to you. I know it was to me uh, when I uh, preached that, and I hoped it was an encouragement to the people there, uh, because I want Ugandans to succeed. I want Ugandans to abound in the work of the Lord. And though I'm glad to be here, and though I love to teach, and though I love to mentor these men, I want them to understand that... Just because I'm here, that doesn't mean that they have to follow everything that I say and everything that I do. And I'm not the one that shows them the will of God. I'm not the one that shows them uh, what's right and what's wrong. The word of God is in front of them, and it is nigh to them, and they can follow the will of God just as much as anybody else can. And so the word of God is nigh unto thee. But let me ask you a question. Are you nigh to the Word of God. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, by the way, I forgot to mention one thing, and I wanted to praise the Lord for this. This past week was my spiritual birthday, and uh, I praise the Lord for that. I am so glad. I remember the day that I got saved. My, uh, I was in the sitting room of my house. My parents were missionaries in the country of Italy, and uh, I was in the sitting room of my house. My parents were in the sitting room talking to me, and uh, I remember my dad led me to the Lord, and I remember kneeling down at that couch there in the sitting room of our house accepting Jesus Christ as my Savior and God changed my life and uh, God gave me a desire to serve him and uh, 35 years ago, it's hard to believe, 35 years ago, uh, the day that I got saved and the day that I gave my heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, I have not been perfect and I have failed the Lord many times I've done things that I'm absolutely ashamed of uh, but I tell you what, through all those 35 years he's never failed me and and I hope and pray that as I continue in years to come serving him, I pray that I will always abound in the work of the Lord. First Corinthians fifteen, verse number fifty eight. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God bless you so much. Have a great week. And uh, don't forget to tune in next week as we continue to bring you a podcast each week on Always Abounding. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. to thank you for listening today we trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the lord for more information about your host or simply contact us visit kstensisfamily.com